the end zone, has a man open, touchdown, Justin Blackman. everybody and welcome into a Monday edition of Locked on Pokes. Hope everyone had a great weekend. I'm your host Colby Powell. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Colby J. Powell at Locked on Pokes and make sure you check out our partners across all social media platforms. Boone Pickens State. Search Boone Pickens State on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Get all the best Oklahoma State news and notes. And remember, every show in the month of May is sponsored by Built Bar. Head over to BuiltBar.com. Built Bar sent every host in the Locked on Podcast Network a box of bars. They were phenomenal. Cannot say enough about how good these bars are. A protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And when you use the promo code locked on, you get $10 off your first order. So check it out now, builtbar.com. All right, what a great weekend it was. Live sports, Oklahoma State, hashtag golf school. It was a big day yesterday for Matthew Wolf and Ricky Fowler, especially for Matthew Wolf, who to a lot of casual fans was probably introducing himself to the game of golf. I mean, yes, he's a PGA Tour winner. He's, uh, you know, around here. He's a hot shot. We all know who he is, but the casual fan may not know a lot about Matt Wolf. So they got to know uh, his long bombing ways yesterday. Ricky Fowler played a phenomenal uh, in the skins match. It was Rory McIlroy and Dustin Johnson who have a combined world rank of six against Ricky Fowler and Matthew Wolf, who have a combined world rank of 110. Uh, pardon me, combined world rank of 137. Ricky is the 27th ranked player in the world. Matt Wolf is the 110th ranked player in the world. Now, part of that is because the world ranking system goes back two years. Matthew Wolf doesn't have two years worth of, of scores to accumulate points. So over, I would say, the last, well, since he won last summer, since he really turned pro, he's been much better than the 110th player in the world. Obviously, he has a PGA Tour win, but he only has so much data uh, going back to count toward his official world golf ranking. So they played a skins match yesterday for charity. Uh, Rory and DJ playing for the CDC. Uh, Matthew Wolf and Ricky Fowler playing for the American Nurses Foundation. Uh, I thought it was great. I, th- I thought it was a great production put on by NBC and Golf Channel. It, it wasn't flawless. Uh, I thought they could have let us hear the players more. I, I thought that at times the announcers would talk over the players. And to me, it's like in, in any sport, if you're going to mic up the players, then don't talk over the players. Let us hear them. That, that's what we want to hear, right? I mean, we all want to be a fly on the wall hearing these professionals talk to each other and have a good time. And I, I thought it was interesting. You, you could definitely tell that Matthew Wolf was the young guy of the group. For anybody who watched it, Matthew Wolf was kind of doing the most talking. He was doing the most joking around, kind of trying to keep it light. I don't know if he always kept it light. He, he made a joke uh, with Dustin Johnson earlier in the match on like the second hole or something. He asked DJ if he could help him determine if his ball was in a bunker or a waste area. Now, I don't know how well Matthew Wolf knows Dustin Johnson, but this is, of course, a callback to the 2010 PGA Championship at Whistling Straits, where Dustin Johnson thought he was in a waste area on the 72nd hole with a one-shot lead, so he grounded his club, made bogey and was informed after the round that he was in fact in a bunker and had to take a two-shot penalty and missed out on a playoff with Martin Keimer and Bubba Watson uh, and potentially cost him a major championship. So I don't think DJ took it very well. I I think DJ uh, was upset a little bit by the joke. Matthew Wolf, you know, kind of joked with Rory, uh, you know, a lot of money on the line here on this putt for like a $100,000 putt on the second hole to which Rory replied, I think you're forgetting that I've won two 
FedEx cups totaling $25 million. So that doesn't phase me, youngster. It was, it was very cool to hear the back and forth. Ricky uh, played phenomenal. Ricky made seven birdies in his first 16 holes, which gave Matt Wolf and Ricky a pretty comfortable lead. Let's, let's be honest about one thing. Ricky carried Matt Wolf most of the day. Ricky played really well. Like I said, seven birdies. Uh, didn't have a lot go wrong. Matthew Wolf did win the long drive challenges that were for charity on the second and 14th holes with a 356 and a 368 yard tee shot uh, with very little roll on those. They'd gotten a lot of rain down at Seminole. It's on uh, the eastern coast of Florida. On sits right on Juno Beach, and I mean right on Juno Beach. Like they've cut the hedges out onto the beach to form tee boxes. Um, so so the course was fairly soft. Not getting a lot of roll on those tee shots. I need them three fifty six and three sixty eight on the two long drive holes, which was pretty cool uh, to see him unleash. Hit it in the fairway on both of those holes as well, hitting it that far. So it was pretty cool to see him unleash and uh, hit some bombs like that. But it came down to a close to the pin challenge and the reason they did this uh was i'm assuming for for television they didn't i mean it wasn't for darkness it, it finished around 6 30 eastern so it would have been 6 30 local time i mean they had plenty of time before dark they could have done an actual playoff and, and continued to play it off but they'd have i think it was six holes in a row ending the round so it, it's like if you go to a playoff in best ball format how many holes are you really going to play before you decide a winner what i would have liked to have seen was a playoff with alternate shot format Let, let's play alternate shot you, I mean, you got pressure now. You better step up. You better hit it straight. You better hit the green. You better make your putt. You, you've got alternate shot now. You've got one swing instead of playing best ball with your partner, where if you screw up, he's there to back you up. But instead of doing that, they just went back to number 17, which was a par three. They, they moved it up to what I'm assuming is the women's tee box uh, at Seminole. It was the closest tee box. It was 120 yards into a pretty significant win, a 15 to 20 mile an hour win coming off the ocean. Uh, Matthew Wolf went first, hit it to 18 feet, which held up after Ricky hit his in the right greenside bunker. DJ hit his in the left greenside bunker. So while I wasn't a huge fan of the format to decide the winner, I'll say this. It was very intense. There was a lot of drama because it came down to one swing from the number one player in the world who's not known for his wedge game, but he's got to step up with $1.1 million to charity uh, online, six skins on the line, the entire match on the line. He gets one swing to put it inside Matthew Wolf's ball, which is 18 feet from the hole, and uh, Rory hit it up there to 13 feet. So it was a great match. Uh, I thought it was great to see live sports. It, it was Really cool kind of to see them carrying their own bags. Uh, DJ was very on brand, played fast, uh, looked like he would have rather been out on the beach than on the golf course. Uh, Rory was great. Ricky was great. Matthew Wolf honestly didn't play that well, but hit some big drives and uh, did make a nice par on 18, which got it to extra holes. So it, it was phenomenal. There were no issues, which was nice after the layoff from sports. There were no problems. There were no, uh, you know, no testing problems of any kind, the social distancing and everything uh, worked well, and, and I thought it went off pretty much without a hitch. So it was really cool uh, to watch yesterday. If you're not a golf fan uh, and you're upset that I just spent seven minutes talking about golf, I, I don't know what to tell you. We, we've gone without sports for two and a half months now. We had live sports, and it involved two Oklahoma State guys. This is Locked On Pokes, Ricky Fowler, Matt Wolf. It was awesome to see those guys uh, out there playing some golf yesterday. Uh, R Matthew Wolf had a uh, just a great tailor-made bag. It was blue, but it had the swinging Pete logo on the front of the bag. It was really cool. Uh, would love to get me one of those, but 
It was great. All the, the publicity that Oklahoma State got. I mean, they said a number of times that Matthew and Wolf, Matthew Wolf and Ricky Fowler both played at Oklahoma State. Both had the swinging Pete on their golf bags. So it was really cool to see Oklahoma State represented like that for the first real-life sporting event that we've had uh, in about two and a half months here in America. And, and I think a lot of people watched. I haven't seen the overnight ratings, uh, but I would guess that a lot of people were tuned in uh, to that match yesterday just because it was something to watch. It was something different. I know people on Twitter were talking about about it. Uh, I'm in a group text with, with a bunch of buddies, a bunch of golfers who were, were watching it, uh, and it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. So uh, it was a nice primer for Tiger and Phil next week, and then a couple weeks after that, we should be getting back to actual PGA Tour action, which will include, of course, a ton of Oklahoma State Cowboys, including Ricky Fowler and Matt Wolf, Victor Hovland, uh, Taylor Gooch, Charles Howell III. I'm sure I'm even forgetting some throughout there, but uh, it was great to watch those guys yesterday, and it was great to see Oklahoma State represented like that on a national stage. I want to take a break, come back on the other other side, we've got some pro football focus rankings for best returning offensive tackles in the Big 12 Conference, and uh, I think you're going to like who they have at number one. That's coming up next, but first, I want to remind everybody, head over to BuiltBar.com. Do it right now. You're going to forget. Don't forget. Do it right now. If you're on your phone, your computer, wherever you're at, go to BuiltBar.com. Check out everything they have to offer. Banana nut bread. Try it. Get a variety box. Figure out which flavor is the best. I'm telling you, it's probably going to be banana nut bread. So check it out, BuiltBar.com. Right now, promo code locked on, locked on. You'll receive $10 off your first order. So head that way. You will not be disappointed. Taking a break, coming back on the other side. Keep it locked right here on Locked On Pokes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked on Pokes, rolling along here on a Monday. Glad everyone is with me. Hope you had a great weekend, and I hope you're enjoying some of this great weather we're going to have, I think, all week. It's supposed to be like 80 degrees with 10-mile-an-hour wind pretty much all week, which if you're somebody like me who enjoys getting out on the golf course, uh, this is about a perfect week for you. Boone Pickens State. Find them. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. They are our partners here on the Locked on Pokes podcast. Um, we're happy to be with them, reaching more Oklahoma State fans than ever. Ever it is, uh, it is the off season. Still, it's been a long off season. Uh, we have a long way to go before we get to football, but it'll be here before we know it. I mean, you, you look at the amount of time that we've been, uh, you, you know, without sports now. Not not counting obviously the skins match. Skins match yesterday. The Thunder Jazz game was played on March 11th, and then in the ensuing days, everything was pretty much shut down. So it's been a little more than two months, and I I don't know I. Some people probably feel different. I feel like it's flown by. It doesn't feel like it's been two months to me. It feels like it was just, uh, you, you know, a couple weeks ago that the Thunder and Jazz were shut down. I feel like this time has flown by. Maybe you feel like uh, it has dragged. I don't know. Let me know uh, at Colby J. Powell, at Locked on Pokes on Twitter, how you're handling this time with no sports and uh, if it's going quickly for you or if it's dragging and you're ready for it to be over. Of course, we're all ready for it to be over and get back to football. And when we do get back to football, uh, we potentially have something special with Oklahoma State this year with everything that Oklahoma State has coming back. Obviously, 10 of 11 starters return on defense. You add Christian Holmes into the mix, the transfer from Missouri. You add Colin Clay into the mix, the transfer from Arkansas. Arkansas former four-star recruit out of the state of Oklahoma. You add in Josh Sills on the offensive line, transferring in from West Virginia. Calvin Bundage will be back. And you've got, of course, Spencer Sanders, Tylen Wallace, uh, Chuba Hubbard, Dylan Stoner, Braden Johnson, Jelani Woods. I mean, this is a loaded Oklahoma State team that returns 
And let's go ahead and add to the list. So Pro Football Focus, if you're not familiar, Pro Football Focus uses essentially analytics. They go through, they break down every position, they grade individual players at every position, and it's it's it takes a lot, a lot of work. It's very complex, uh, and they get essentially the, the most comprehensive player rankings from everything they look at out of anybody. And they went through and they graded all of the returning Big 12 tackles. And guess who came in at number one? That's right. Oklahoma State's own Tevin Jenkins is the highest graded returning Big 12 offensive tackle. He received a grade a year ago of 85.7. Pardon me, of 85.7. Of course, that's out of 100. Um, Coming in at number two, Samuel Cosme at Texas at 84. And then there's a huge dip to number three. And this is a name that you've probably heard. Uh, Adrian Ely at Oklahoma, 73.4 was his grade. Tevin Jenkins was rated 85.7, more than 12 points higher than Adrian Ely down the street in Norman. Tevin Jenkins, I I mean, it probably goes a little bit underrated what he did a year ago. Chuba, of course, got so much clout uh, and so much uh, oh, and I forgot D. Anderson, too, uh, transferring in receiver from LSU and uh, playing for Oklahoma State. But Chuba Hubbard got so much notoriety for the season he had last year, and he was phenomenal. He deserved every last bit of it, but you don't do that without an offensive line. And Tevin Jenkins was a big, big part of that, as we can see. Uh, so Oklahoma State, you know, Charlie Dickey's doing a good job on the recruiting trail. He's doing a good job with what he has at Oklahoma State. So uh, it's nice to see Tevin Jenkins get some, uh, some recognition there. Now, I-, I saw an interesting number yesterday as well, uh, somebody put out, the, the source on this is Sports Info Solutions put out the highest percentage of yards gained on play action attempts last year amongst Power 5 schools. So here's the top five, and we'll start at number five, talking about schools that had the highest percentage of yards gained on play action. So Texas Tech came in at number five. Texas Tech gained 49.7% of its yardage on play action plays. North Carolina, 50.1%. Minnesota, 51%. Alabama, with two, of course, uh, 53.1%. And then Oklahoma State, remember, Alabama's number two, gaining 53.1% of its yards on play-action attempts. Oklahoma State gained 60.7% of its yardage last season on play-action attempts. That's more than seven percentage points higher than the second highest Power 5 school in the country. And I think that's just Oklahoma State playing to its strengths. Obviously, with Spencer Sanders and Chuba Hubbard in the backfield, what does that do? It forces the defense to play closer to the line of scrimmage. It forces linebackers to creep down. It forces safeties to creep down. And if you can get the defense to think that either Chuba or Spencer, because remember, I mean, you can have plays where Spencer fakes the ball to Chuba, and then he might give a little jab step like he's going to run, and then he drops and throws over the middle, has somebody open. Oklahoma State playing to its strengths, knowing that they have an elite rushing attack in college football and getting teams to bite on that and picking up yardage through the play-action game uh, is phenomenal. Uh, I I like what Oklahoma State was doing there, and I think we're going to see a lot more of that this season. Oklahoma State, obviously with Chuba, get the ball in your best player's hands, and that's Chuba Hubbard, uh, followed closely by Tylen Wallace and then Spencer Sanders on the offense, and, you you know, get the ball in the hands of your playmakers and, and get the defense thinking you're going one way when you're actually going another way. And that's what Oklahoma State did really well a year ago. I thought it was interesting to see an actual number put to it. I knew Oklahoma State heavily utilized the play-action game a year ago, but 60.7% of yardage gained on play-action plays. Uh, Pretty phenomenal. That is a big, big number. Uh, I want to take a break. I want to come back 
somebody, I think it was ESPN, uh, I'm not sure who it was, made this list. And you, you've all seen these lists on Twitter. You, you have X amount of dollars. They give you a list of players, and you have to create your team from that list of players with, with essentially the salary cap that you've been given. And this is kind of a historical one for college football. And uh, there is a major major snub on this list. Uh, And and it's a guy who wore the orange and black back in the day. So we're going to take a break, come back uh, and talk about that on the other side as we wrap this up on a Monday. Stay with me. Locked on Pokes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm back wrapping up Locked on Pokes here on a Monday. Remember, BuiltBar.com. That is BuiltBar.com. $10 off your first order when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. Very easy, user-friendly website. You go to their website, you can scroll down, you can look at all the flavors, order what you want. You can mix and match a variety box so you can try a bunch of the different flavors, decide what you like best. They've also got Built Boost, which is natural energy. You you mix it with water, uh, and it's phenomenal. Black Cherry Lemonade is my favorite flavor. It's great, um, and and you will love it. You will absolutely love it. No caffeine in this natural energy. Um, So try it out, builtbar.com, promo code locked on for $10 off your first order. Okay, I was telling you before the break, you've probably seen these things on social media. You you have a salary cap. You have a certain amount of money to spend. You have to build your lineup. So this was a college football uh, themed one, and the, the creators of this said you have $12 to create your team. You need a quarterback, a running back, and two receivers. So, Oklahoma State, out of the three positions, and and when I say this is historical, this is really in the last decade. I don't think I see any any names on here. Maybe Ryan Broyles is probably about the oldest name that I see on here. Tim Tebow. uh, Yeah, Ryan Broyles and Tim Tebow. Case Keenum is one of the older names that I see on here. So, Oklahoma State has only one, um, one player on any of the three positions, which, by the way, I mean, Case Keenum's on here and Brandon Whedon's not. Whatever. It is what it is, I guess. Um, And and also, Tuba Hubbard's not on here, but Monty Ball is. You know, LaMichael James is. Okay. Okay, whatever. It is what it is. It's it's part of what comes with it. Oklahoma State doesn't get the respect it deserves. But if we go to the wide receiver portion, you have to pick two receivers. This is how they've got the wide receivers ranked and priced to spend with your salary cap. The $5 receivers are Michael Crabtree and Ryan Broyles are the $5 receivers. The $4 receivers, Amari Cooper and Percy Harvin. And then the $3 receivers are Tavon Austin and Justin Blackman. Explain to me how Michael Crabtree, Ryan Broyles, Amari Cooper, Percy Harvin, or Tavon Austin were better college receivers than Justin Blackman. Explain it to me. The other receivers on the list, by the way, Kendall Wright, Marquise Lee, Corey Davis, and Devontae Adams were ranked lower at either 2 or $1. But explain to me how Justin Blackman is behind, my first off, Michael Crabtree and Ryan Royals are listed as the elites. Justin Blackman was a better receiver than both of those guys in college. And then Amari Cooper and Percy Harvin. And then he's tied with Tavon Austin? Justin Black, are, are we talking about the same guy here? Are we forgetting? Here's what happened. Justin Blackman must have not had success in the NFL, and whoever made this list forgot what Justin Blackman was in college. That's the only thing that makes sense. That is the only thing that makes sense. And usually stuff like this doesn't bother me that much, but you can see I'm a little bit worked up because I truly believe that Justin Blackman is one of the greatest college receivers that we've ever seen play the game. 
You know, me and Jack talked about the, the 2011 team on Friday, and, and to me, that team is uh, was disrespected at the time for how great it was, and probably still is whenever we talk about conversations uh, of great football teams we've seen uh, in this state and in this country in the last couple decades. And you're going to put Justin Blackman as one of the $3 receivers, a middle-of-the-pack receiver over the last 15 years? Are you kidding me? This dude ain't middle-of-the-pack. Justin Blackman is one of, if not the best receiver in all of college football in the last 15 years. I'd be hard-pressed to find a better one. So that uh, that rubbed me the wrong way. But I'm not going to let it run my Monday. It's a beautiful day. Sun is shining. Matthew Wolf and Ricky Fowler played golf yesterday. It's a beautiful day, but uh, that definitely rubbed me the wrong way. Glad everybody was with me today on Locked On Pokes. Remember, head over to BuiltBar.com. Promo code Locked On to receive $10 off your first order. Hit me up on Twitter, at Colby J. Powell, at Locked On Pokes. And find our partners, Boone Pickens State. Search Boone Pickens State, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That is all for me. I'm back on Wednesday. Deanna Made will join me as always. Thanks for listening once again to Locked On Pokes.